coming up on this episode of The Break Room. You know, I'm interested, I'm intrigued, I'm scared. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a lot of feelings. You know, Sony is, is really, they're just making the movies. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what all of these weird Sony Spider-Verse movies are gonna do. back to the break room in a wild turn of events. We got two trailers today. So let's talk about Madam Web and What If Season 2. Joining me today, we got Jordan Morris. We got Koi Jandro. And we got me, Cassandra Webb, pulling all the spider totems together. We're all connected. We're all connected. We're all connected. Whoa. Real Bill and Ted, we all went to the same high trouble. school. Yeah. <laughs> well, I eat masks for breakfast. Catch you uh, later, Madam Webb. We didn't get a line in the trailer of the classic, like, uh, you're just like me. What was it in the Echo trailer? Like, oh, gosh, we're, we're not same. so different, you and we're I. We're not so different, yeah. you and I. Uh, but we did get a classic uh, car falling off the bridge, a Spider-Man yeah. trailer, we all know. Uh, so let's talk about Madam Webb right. first. Is it a cliche or is it a callback? I, it's so weird because the Spider-Verse... A tradition. Yeah, I yes. like that it's a, a tradition. A proud tradition of a car teetering on a bridge <laughs> while our got? hero you gets got a web. someone out. What are you going to do? Yeah. And she didn't have a web yet, so yeah. it's it's uh, maybe later she'll and it'll be a sure. callback. She's got a psychological web. Mm. She'll be getting yeah. someone out and she'll, and she'll look at the camera and goes, I wish I had a web. <laughs> oh, crackers. It's only 2003. What am I going to do? Uh, what are your initial trailer reactions to Madam Web? I really, really liked it. Man. You liked like, it? I, I'm a 2000s guy, and I really love that the Sony movies feel like, and this is full praise, unironically. I love that the 2000s Sony movies feel like the 2023 Sony movies, in that you just go to Blockbuster and you're like, man, I want to watch blank, and that genre of genre content. I feel like something happened where when we started making them the way we do today, a certain bit of that like fun, lush cheese went away. Okay. Like I think 2008, like 2006, we had The Last Stand, right? Not a great movie. But in that era, we had like the Resident Evil movies and we had the Underworlds and we had wow. all that. Now, you know, now you're speaking my language. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, you like was, long leather coats. I want a long leather Every coat. Every movie needs a long leather coat. Which Blade leather gave coat. us even before The Matrix and set us on this glorious journey. You need a long leather coat and you need an Evanescent song over oh, the credits. new metal, oh, yeah. long leather coat, and a very like <laughs> yes. polarizing Sun image passes. on the cover, like a very like uh, uh, auto-tuned cover. I but I, but I, I felt like Blockbuster was like this genre content staple, right? Yeah. And I love that the movies have gotten to the point where it's like, you know, Black Panther's up for Oscars and you've got these movies that have this pedigree. But I, I like that Sony gives me those two. And it's not a bad or good. It's it's a genre of itself. And I, I like unironically adore the Morbius and Venom movies. Okay. I really mess like Craven that trailer, man. I mess with that hard. And this trailer is a delight. It has kitsch. It has fun. It gets the character. It introduces us to like Anya Corazon, a character I never thought I'd see. Uh, it, it has Ezekiel in it. Like it's, it's a dense trailer that there's probably upwards of 80 to 90 comics I would need to recommend for you to get all of it. it it's like a lot of storyline yeah. in that trailer. Yeah, when the list came out like a couple of months ago that was like, Sony owns 900 characters based on Spider-Man. There's about 300 of them in this Just movie. here, just here. <laughs> they were really crossing names on the They're list. all connected. What did you think? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of liked the trailer too. I liked that it had Jessica Jones vibes. Yeah. Uh, I guess the director who I had not heard of, I looked at her IMDb, 
And uh, sure enough, a lot of Jessica Jones, a couple, uh, couple Game of Thrones is on there. Uh, so yeah, I, it's kind of a fun, I don't think we've seen a serial killer Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of seeming yeah. like that's what it is, a serial killer hunting spider people. And our serial killer is Spider-Man. Yes, is definitely Andrew Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, we can all agree. I mean, it's kind of a brave move to be like, Hey, Spider-Man is this beloved character yeah. that kids love. There's a whole Spidey and Friends show. He's on every on the, backpack. Yeah, he's he's you know he's the John Cena of comics. He never turns heel, <laughs> right? Like he's always good until Brightburn until, Spider-Man. Well, until 12 seconds into this trailer, when Spider-Man walks yeah. through the door, and you're like, oh, I guess there's gonna oh oh he stabbed her. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's cool, I guess. Well, I also um, have the Final Destination vibe. Speaking of 2000s, like to yeah. me, this oh, felt yeah, like Final sure. Destination, and that right. you'd have that precog element, but also in that like. I've been here before. Like, I'm really excited for those flashbacks mm-hmm. and those, like, inter- interdispersed, like, overlap fades. Yeah. We had a lot of discussion in the office that line she gives of, like, right from the beginning, she gets stabbed, and then she goes back to outside the diner, and she's like, okay, let's try that again. Sure. Felt like Loki, right? Or, or like, I mean, did they recut this here trailer? Bargain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got Dumont. a lot yeah, of yeah. Yeah. Marvel reverses time a lot. Right, it's, right. Perhaps it's losing its effect. I don't know. Maybe this is the last time we rewind time, Marvel. I don't I don't know. They'll never stop rewinding time. I mean, Love comics it. have certainly never stopped rewinding time. No, you're right. It is That's such true. a comic book trope. You're yeah. absolutely right. How do we shove them all in? Uh, the description for this film is interesting. If you were looking at it on YouTube, you just scroll down a little bit above the comments in the description. Uh, it starts off saying, very interesting, a quote, meanwhile in another universe. Right. So kind of setting up that this is separate from everything we've known so far. But you made a good point earlier, Jordan, about uh, that phrase. Yeah, I think that phrase, uh, the, maybe the first time we've seen that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, drag me in the chat, um, uh, is after Venom, one of the post-credits scenes for Venom was a tease of Into the Spider-Verse, and it started out with that mm. phrase, meanwhile in another yeah. universe. So it seems like kind of a... Sony signature phrase to let you know not to expect too many cameos. Right. Well, but, there's nothing more comic booky than Meanwhile, and I and yeah, I feel like right. Meanwhile in another universe is a way to be like we're comics, but also I think the way they have this set up is that Ben, uh, shoot, what's his last name? Shorts. Ben. Adam Scott. Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Yes, <laughs> he's playing Ben. Uh, well, we again, don't know. We don't again, know. Again, we'll, we'll Nick be playing Offerman ben. up here, which uh, other Parks and Rec cast members. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> well, if he's rumored to be playing Ben, I'd imagine that would be either Ben Parker or right. perhaps uh, his his dad, depending on which continuity they go with. Yeah. And then you could have them trying to rescue that baby as baby Peter Parker, which would imply that would need to be another universe because they're adults and it seems to be modern day. It seems so, to, yeah. When this movie was, there was like uh, set photos that came out that showed old advertisements for like Beyonce's first album and like 3G cell phones. Mm-hmm. And in this trailer, you can see there's like a payphone that's working. Uh, <laughs> sure. The optometrist optometrist office, optometrist office that she's at is using a computer that's very like early 2000s. Right. right? I'm so not ready for that to be a period piece. Yeah. I know. This is 20 <laughs> years ago, folks. Uh, the 90s were 30 years ago. Um, right. So Someone's gonna put on uh, headphones and listen to the shit. Well, there is the character Maddie. She has head, she has headphones that have a wire going down. I, d- I couldn't see what it was connected to. Now she could be a cool retro teen using old tech. Oh, it's someone has a PSP. Right? Yeah, there's a PSP on the subway. Yeah, a Sony PSP from 2004. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Japan's 2004, America 2005. Mm. I just looked it up, so that's how I know. I mean, he could be keeping it going, but it's probably yeah. I think there's some they're PSP setting this in the early days. Uh, yeah. Plus, their look. I mean, those that fashion style is now back, so it's very hard. It's to hard tell. when you go to Melrose Trading Post. It's <laughs> yeah. the 90s again. Yeah. So yeah, this is taking place earlier, but like, I don't think it. 
I would hope they're not saying like, oh, this is the Raimi verse or this is even Andrew Garfield's universe. Yeah, I'm hoping it's I, would, I wanted to keep it in separate. another universe. Yeah. yeah. And certainly Madam Web is a character that can come into in and out of other universes. If you're familiar with that character, it's likely through an animated Spider-Man, whether from the 90s or in a Ultimate Spider-Man in like the Disney XD area era. Uh, but that one was uh, 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 Julia Carpenter became Madam Web in that one. Now, Sydney Sweeney plays Julia Carpenter in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so who knows? Fun fact, in a very, very recent hunt of Craven, which is their next movie, the current Madam Web at the time, which was still Cassandra Web, is killed and gives her powers to Julia Carpenter. Okay. So it's in yes. a Craven story where that power gets passed on. I'm not saying it's going to happen, right. but it'd be interesting if at the end of this movie, Dakota Johnson only wanted to do one, and then the powers are given over to her, and then right. something later on ties into like stuff with Craven. Well, it looks like we'll see all these women in their Spidey suits. Oh, yeah, which they uh, showed in the trailer would surprise me. But the very surprising to see. Uh, yeah, very interesting. There was also a vignette that Sony put out today interviewing both the director and Dakota Johnson. And Dakota Johnson says something interesting, and she's like, this is a... Uh, Madam Web, we see before she goes into the wheelchair, is what she said. Uh -huh. Something like that. So I'm wondering if by the end of this movie, she's in the wheelchair. She's in the machine that makes her look like Madam Web. Right? Yeah, and, and blind and like experience. Right. Because it, uh, it's also a fun fact. John Meter Jr., one of my favorite comic artists of all time, uh, co-invented her in one of his first oh, issues. Okay. And he also co-invented Ezekiel uh, 30 yeah. years later. Because cool. he's been in comics that long. So Amazing Spider-Man Volume 2, number 30, came out in 2001 or late 1999. Um, because five issues later is the last of Ezekiel. So it's going into 2001. And then she was invented in like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, maybe 1980. Invented. So like literally a span of 30 yeah. years is incredible that he's he's been that formative Spider-Man for so long. But these are like two bookends and he's still illustrating Spider-Man. Like the current ongoing is still him. So that run of Spider-Man and his dad was one of the first artists to take over after Steve Ditko. So his dad, John Amita Sr., okay. was one of the first guys to like lay new pencils on Spidey. And Junior is one of the first guys to take over from his father after Ross Andrew, a few other artists, preceding McFarlane and a lot of the more modernized style. He brought that classic style, but he's still to this day inventing new characters like Ezekiel. So as a comic nerd, it was really cool to see a trailer that like spanned this man's yeah. iconic spun a, spun a web. It Whoa, was a nice we're all connected. Web of time. Yeah. Why are all these Spidey girls going to the same school? How do they know each other? How do they all know each other? What's going on right They don't in the comics. They're all from 616, or they all have canon 616 appearances. Right. Uh, Anya Corazon is a really cool character who has almost like a Blue Beetle-esque. Uh, she has a tattoo, but there's external uh, elements to her powers that tie into the spider totem, which I'm not sure they're going to touch on. Um, Maddie is one of my favorite spider people, um, and she's in this. And basically, in Spider-Man continuity, the first 441 issues of Spider-Man, there was no break. There was no end of continuity they ran one to 441 and they ended 441 with this thing called um the gathering of five and it was a five issue series across all the different spider-man titles and it ended spider-man like now no comics had ran this long yet even superman and batman had had breaks and renumbered 441 was huge they ended spider-man and then when spider-man came back in the first volume two of spider-man she was already like a seed planted and then she's fully spider-woman in issues five and six so she's hugely formative to early 2000 spider-man but she hasn't been seen in a while in that way. 
And then uh, who was the third one? There was a there was a third, but there was Anya. Oh, and then Julia uh, Sydney Sweeney's playing. She was introduced in Secret Wars. So way back in Secret Wars issues six and seven, she's introduced. She doesn't come back for a while, and she was introduced through like a uh, a mix of plant and spider toxin, mm -hmm. giving her her powers. Mm -hmm. And then she goes away for a while, and then she comes back more recently as like this spy element. And Julia Carpenter is in like. Civil War, uh, she hangs out with Captain Marvel, so does Anya. There's a lot of the modern stuff mixing in these 70s classic characters. What I'm curious about, sorry for that long rant, I had no, to go on. Please, right? <laughs> Please do not apologize. <laughs> no, you know stuff. So th those characters, what I find interesting is, those are all from very different parts of the Spider-Man mythology. You've got a character from the 70s, you've got a character from the reinvention of the 2000s, you've got a character that was kind of going to take over for the young version of Spider-Man while they aged him up. The Anya character was actually the first character to get a new Amazing Fantasy. So Spider-Man yeah, introduced yeah, an Amazing cool. Fantasy number 15. They do an Amazing Fantasy volume two to introduce her in issue one. She's like, this is gonna be our new like character because they're trying to mature up Spider-Man. So they wanted to give new fans a Spider-Person. So Anya literally represents a new reinvention pre-Ultimate Spider-Man. So these these are all hugely different times, all in one movie for the first time, all led by a character that Spider-Man went to for advice and then went back to it for advice when like Juggernaut was rampaging. So yeah. it doesn't <laughs> work in the comic sense. So I'm more excited because the whole trailer, I was like, how will this possibly be cohesive? Yeah. yeah. And I think it will, but even if it's not, I can't wait. I mean, I don't think it'll be cohesive, but it'll be entertaining. <laughs> and there will be a stained song over oh, the credits. Yeah. Yes. We are going to rock out and hate our stepdad. Yeah, I, it, it did seem interesting, too. It, it seems like they're, they're wearing <laughs> the same. Great. I love my stepdad. They're wearing <laughs> the same clothes for most of the trailer. Yeah. Like, is this like a really long, awful day? In Until they change into their super Women's suits. lives? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a very bizarre trailer. Uh, there is a moment in the trailer too, a, a very interesting line of mm. exposition dialogue that again, we had a lot of discussion about in the office <laughs> that Another I line. think Dakota Johnson is unfairly getting dragged for on the internet where she says, and I'm paraphrasing, but something like my mother worked in the Amazon with spiders and something like that. A very strange line of dialogue and it shows this notebook with like a spider and there's, uh, there's these words written to it like toxic question mark, venomous question mark, natural question mark. Powers will get? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it makes me think if Ezekiel gets his powers from this weird spider in the Peruvian Amazon, right? We got that. Morbius got his powers from some bats in Costa Rica. Right. Craven looks like he's getting his powers from some lion's blood, I think in Africa. Mm -hmm. And lions. involving some magic and stuff like that. We know Rhino in that movie is going to transform, into a, transform rhino. into a rhino. Is Sony going for some weird, like, Animorphs, natural world, <laughs> magic, yeah. animal it's the, villains. It's the Bitaverse. Yeah, I don't know. Because like that was the whole thing with Spider-Man. It was a radio. It was a spider that was made radioactive. Right. It wasn't natural. It was like science got in the way. And yeah. Most of Spider-Man's villains are like science, science-based. Like oopsie doopsie. And now I'm a maniac. But also the only character that would be the most linear to have that isn't in this team of Spider-Women, Silk. Right, yeah. so, oh, yeah. which like, is getting her own Amazon she, she's show. Getting, that's why she's not in this, probably. Right. It's, it's Amazon. Basically, Silk is the character that got bit by Spider-Man, by, by the spider that bit Spider-Man right yeah. after him. So, like, bit Peter Parker, lived, bit her, died. So, I think Silk would work for the Bitaverse, but I think that yeah, Insomniac and, and, and maybe Amazon have the, like... It's interesting. I don't know. It's all very interesting, very strange. Uh, do you think we're going to see, like, an actual... Nice Spider-Man. <laughs> will there be a Spider-Man? Or they, you know, let the ladies have this one. Let them be the heroes. Or do you what, think they're going to try know, and be like, oh, this is a new Spider-Man? What, I, what I thought when they announced the movie mm -hmm. was that this is a code name 
They mm. will not be making a movie about Madam Web. Right. Why would you do that? Why would you do it? <laughs> I thought it was a code name for a Jessica Drew movie. Mm, I okay. kind of thought that's where they were going and with Dakota Johnson. Sure, Spider-Woman. And maybe, yeah, and that's pretty good casting, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but no, they actually made the Madam Web movie. Uh, so yeah, I wonder if you're going to get a more prominent female spider person. Uh, who do comes out get, on top? Do you get Haley Steinfeld as Ghost Spider in mm. live action, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it seems like they could do anything they want with this movie, especially with a character like Madame Webb, who can see through the web yeah, of universes. I, I don't want to say she like trans she can go through the multiverse, but she can like yeah. see through it. We'll or see someone in a portal. Connect we will people. see someone yeah. in a portal. And it will maybe tie into beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah, you might be right. I'm I mean, it's right between across and beyond. Yeah. I don't know. Is the Prowler going to show up or something? Is, oh, yeah. is Bad Bunny going to come in as El Muerto? If, if Donald Glover shows up in this, <laughs> I'm seeing it 45 times. Right. Because you know, I think the Nicolas Cage and The Flash mm -hmm. has set the precedent for a canceled movie can be part of a multiverse. Right, right, right. Yes. A scrapped movie is fair game. So yeah, maybe then we'll see your beloved Bad Bunny. Yeah. It'll be this weird thing, too, because this movie... This movie was supposed to come out July of this year. Oh <laughs> it was supposed to have already come out in July, and then it was oh, gonna come out in October. Oh, they moved crazy. it to put Craven out in October. Of course, that obviously didn't happen because of the strike. Craven's now coming out next August, and this is supposedly is scheduled to come out Valentine's Day 2024. Take your honey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's So great. now this is coming out before Craven, when in theory it was gonna come out after Craven, but originally before Craven, I don't is, know. Is that her fourth? Is that Dakota Johnson's like fourth Valentine's Day movie? Oh, maybe because definitely there was a one the, the, the one of the Shades of Grey, and Ray. then she had that like big date movie that like Valentine's Day esque like date night. Like well, you know they always do like New Year's Eve. Right. And I think she had one of those. She wasn't in the Valentine's Day movie. No, but, but like an ensemble about how to be dating. Single? How to be single? Yes, that came out on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I think she's the Will Smith of Valentine's I don't Day. Know. When Mr. Did the, fourth of when July did the Social Network come out? Was that Valentine's Day? Was she in that? She is in the social network. That was like her second movie. Oh wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, she's she's also, in it for like ten minutes. Right. Less than that. Right. Still, right? So you're not in it, Evan? Yeah, okay. She's I'm also, a, a day player, she's also a Nepro baby. Don't tell anybody. I mean, you know. Don't tell anybody. In, in the social network I said in the movie, I uh, an email mm. goes out that I received in real life. Oh, like yeah? so in the movie, I'm in the scene where they go, like, oh, it's live, and they're like all talking around mm -hmm. it. And then and then in real life, I was in a Boston college system, so I received the email when it was still the Facebook of when mm -hmm. it was in beta. So in the movie, ten years later, I'm there for the sending of an email that I received ten years earlier. Wow. Adorable. So I, I lived my own web of time. Yeah, your own Madam Web. You were like, oh, you I was, can I see saw the him past die. of my future. I saw him become a robot. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, I don't you know, I'm interested, I'm intrigued, <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a lot of feelings you know sony is is really they're just making the movies uh they're making them they're and then get them out in a world where we're maybe only getting one mcu movie right. next year maybe for good reason uh it'll be interesting to see what all of these weird sony spider-verse movies are gonna do and do they i mean this is not a like a knock on the movie and, and mm. i do think like i i do agree with you in that i think it'll be really fun to have a marvel movie that's a little more of a b movie the yeah. stakes aren't so high it's not a world ending thing it's like you know kind of a fun trashy genre movie are the stakes lower for this one where it doesn't have to make a billion dollars oh, certainly success? not I, I imagine like the budget would be halved, so therefore yeah. the stakes are halved, as like far as financially. And that's like such a bummer about the Marvels, is that like, mm -hmm. 
you know, it's people are writing about it like this huge failure. This failure, like it made fifty million dollars and is the number one movie. So it yeah. stinks that we're in a world where the stakes are has if to it's be not that huge. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that maybe this will be a movie that catches on. It doesn't have to be you know four quadrant giant to be considered a success and maybe we'll be getting madam webs for years to come <laughs> I, I want the people to have like different people to dress up as like my first thought was like what cool cosplay opportunities for people oh, that yeah. want to play their own spider people because if, if you got the spider verse movies you got to make a, a physical version of an animated thing this is allowing people to just dress like the 2000s i'm playing guy on the subway it says huh, new york's getting crazier every day mm-hmm and then we'll see him in the sequel, and he has a PlayStation Vita. <laughs> great, I can't wait. Great handheld. I can't wait. Great handheld. Well, before we get uh, to what if, dot, 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 question mark, uh, we want to do a quick shout out and thank you yeah. to Boxu for sponsoring today's episode of The Bright Room. Boxu, hello, uh, is a premium Japanese snack box that works with family businesses all over Japan to deliver a new theme of authentic Japanese snacks every month. Uh, and beyond the snacks, each box who comes with a booklet that teaches you all about the theme and where the snacks came from. Look at this cute little booklet. Ooh. Well designed. Got a nice glossy paper. Oh, look at those photos. Uh, it gives you a, you know, a deeper appreciation for what you're eating so you can understand it. It also tells you what the label says, which is very helpful. We get these all the time in the office and we eat them all and they're delicious and they're great. The first box of any Boxu subscription is Seasons of Japan. And after that, you receive a new theme every month with curated seasonal snacks. Uh, Boxu makes a great gift for any foodie you know, and the holidays are coming up. So if you want to give the gift of authentic Japanese snacks and support our channel, click the link in the description and use code ROCKSTARS to get $15 off your first Boxu offer order. That's ROCKSTARS to get $15 off your first Boxu order. Check out the link below in the description. Why do we have to say ROCKSTARS? Why can't we say break room? Um... Hey, we're working on it. We're not going to have to answer that question. Oh, before we get to what if, just quickly, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I've broken down all of the reading recommendations. I said there were like 90. Oh, cool. I gave the top 20. Oh, yeah. So I basically, okay. like, five issues for each character of all the major characters and where to find those issues are all available on my TikTok and Instagram. So I got a bunch of, like, who the characters are is one video and then what comics to read is another one because it is very dense and there's a lot of Yeah, there's so a lot to read. I want you guys to understand uh, the, the passion I have for these characters by uh, reading them. I, I, think, I was. Uh, you think they're going toward the Inheritors? I think the Inheritors are going to be teased as a post-credit scene, but I think we get Morlin now. Okay. I think I think we, we there's a bait and switch from Ezekiel being the bad to Morlin. Yeah. And then I think at the end, we like have what I think was going to happen with Doom and Kang, where it's like, oh, how did we beat this one guy? And then there's a bunch of them. And then I think that's that's what's coming. Cool. I hope. Okay. And when, I think that might be begun the Spider-Verse. When you started that yeah. sentence, I was really worried because you were like, on TikTok and Instagram, I've broken down. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. Oh, so boy. someone else if is you breaking guys, TikTok. If you guys want to see my breakdown? Hey, hey, real quick. You can head my TikTok. Check out my socials because I'm a mess. Yep, it's a sad place. <laughs> Are you also okay. kicking Berg's ass at Mortal Kombat on your channel? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, let's talk about What If Season 2. Who expected this trailer? Not I, not I. Uh, what did everyone think of this trailer? I personally was so hyped yeah, when it started. Good. I was like, oh, it made me remember how much I love season one of What If, which was kind of a surprise for me because me too. it was pitched as this like, oh, they're all separate stories. It doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Then they secretly like connected at the end and you were like, oh, this was great. What a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for season two. Me too. What yeah. if I, I really liked What If. It took me by surprise. I think the 
action in What If is so good. Mm-hmm. The fighting is so... It's like some of the best MCU fighting. Um, so, I, I, yeah, excited for more action. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, obviously, it, this won't be the case for uh, for this one, but uh, great little Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman performance in What If season mm. one. Yeah, yeah. He's great. really good in it. And that Star-Lord episode it, is yeah, so special. Yeah, I know. That, that episode is great. Yeah. It's so fun to see a, like version of Black Panther that's a little funnier, a little quippier. He's terrific in it. Um, definitely going to rewatch that as uh, part of prep for season two. Uh, but yeah, they're doing 1602, one of my favorite right. comics runs. Uh, the, the Marvel characters in the year 1602. Uh, so it looks like that's going to be an episode. Um, I'm hyped for that. Yeah, let's let's talk about that real quick. Uh, the episode titles, this is what we think they are. This is what's been kind of like sent out. And we're pretty sure these are the titles of the episodes uh, based on like some collective research. Evan's going to caveat me, but I won't have it. No, I, I'm going to say the titles because uh, we can't show the picture of the titles. Oh, that's the, fine. The, Evan will say the titles and we will we'll look on. politely. Oh, I got to wear Strong. my hat the right way. Okay. <laughs> okay, where's hat the right Professional way? Professional bitch. Uh, so the order in the episodes, what we're thinking they are right now is what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps? Mm-hmm. Uh, episode two, what if Peter Quill attacked Earth's mightiest heroes? Mm-hmm. Episode three, what if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Adorable. Um, four, what if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? Five, what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Six, what if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Um, seven, what if Hela found the Ten Rings? Eight, what if Kahori reshaped the world? Kahor T, I think it's pronounced that way. And 209, what if Strange Supreme intervened? Beautiful. Wow. And uh, the uh, Iron Man crashing into the Grandmaster, we think that was the... Mario Kart, right? Well, that was, yeah, the racing one. The Mad Maxi thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the trailer. And also, like, an episode that was supposed to be in season one. Oh. But didn't come out because they didn't finish the animation oh. in time. Because there was, like, a missing episode. There's, like, a Lego set from season one that oh, featured yeah? kind oh, of a different that. Iron oh, Man cool. suit okay. with, like, kind of a, a different style. And so we think that was the episode that, like, got... Oh, that's fun. Because originally episode or season one was, like, nine episodes, and like, just gonna say eight, because uh, I don't think they finished one at a time. So we think it's that one. Yeah, tons of cool visuals from the trailer. Yeah, that Mad Max style. I love the Mad Max scenes. Was Those great. all look fantastic. Uh, and the way it they it reminded me of like out. wacky racers, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's got their own cool little car. And it makes sense, too, right? Because like Tony, Tony, he loved uh, hot rides, right? That was in the first Iron yeah. Man. He's got a hot sure. ride in his garage. That's why he's, he's red on. and gold. Yeah, hot rides. exactly. Uh, that's really cool. I love the like, what if Peter Quill took on the Avengers? Because it's, it's the a 80s. young, yeah, and it's the '80s Avengers. Yes. And not only do we get Michael Douglas as Ant Man, but we're seeing like if the Avengers had formed in the '80s, were set with that team from mm-hmm. the '80s comics, and I feel like it's going to give us the nostalgia of Peter Quill, but also the nostalgia of like comics from that time. Right. What like, are the needle drops going to be? Oh, dude, oh, I can't imagine some good ones. Yeah, uh, Kickstart My Heart, maybe. <laughs> like that. Take uh, me. I need a hero. Is that like two on the nose? Any Kenny Overused Loggins a little bit. Yeah, any yeah. Loggins. Any Loggins will be right. Any Loggins? Kenny Loggins? Any Loggins? Any Loggins? Any Loggins, any Loggins, any Loggins, any Loggins is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, in the news. I'd yeah. be happy about any of them. Oh, I guess it would probably be stuff like from his mixtape. I bet that, you know. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. some like AM Yacht Rocky type stuff. That would be a lot of it. fun. Yeah, it, it, it's cool kind of seeing that lineup because we'll have like an older Agent Carter who like looks like she's leading S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. See Howard Stark. Uh, Dr. Wendy Lawson. Yeah. All those Marvels fans on their feet. Uh, the original <laughs> Marvel coming in hot. Uh, it sounded like Annette Benning too. I don't know if they got her to come. It, it sounds like voice. Michael Douglas was doing the. Voice. I think it was Michael he Douglas. Did it, he he did loves it. The, he did it in the. 
first season. He, he did. He yeah. <laughs> Wild that, that some people come back for what yes. some people don't, but Michael Douglas is there. He's just there. He's just, well, that the, the, that, that clip you sent me this week, the gift of the ants is still. Oh, the, yeah. I think my favorite thing to come out of Marvel. Like, yeah. I, to this day, when that they were promo promoting is like. Ants. <laughs> ants. Like, to me, that's what Michael Douglas feels about the properties. So like, He's show killing it in every Ant-Man movie. I just saved eight bucks. <laughs> what a line. I, what think a the, line. I think the Die Hard Happy Hogan episode is going to be a big surprise, yeah. like emotional hit. I think yeah. we find out maybe who finally bought Avengers Tower. Maybe. Oh, okay. Will they confirm that uh, Santa's a mutant in that one? I think they must. They probably setting will. Setting up the, the DC universe for Lobo to fight him. Yeah, there you go. Um, there you go. But I think... I think yeah, what are you most... Which episodes are you most... Mad Max cool. episodes, probably my most that anticipated. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the 1602 is going to be fun. Yeah, Neil Gaiman just, writing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a Neil Gaiman joint. Uh, always does a great job. Yeah, so I think I'm most excited for that just in terms of like seeing one of my favorite comic stories uh, get animated. But um, the Peter Quill thing's going to be great. The, Peter, the fighting, 80s yeah, Avengers gonna awesome. is going to be so fun. I'm excited to see Hela again. I love Hela. Yeah, it's some like, yeah, some like, like characters. seeing the ancient one yeah. coming back. I also feel like there's going to be a decent amount of Shang-Chi. It looked like a lot of Ten yeah. Rings, a lot of the, and we've all been wanting Shang-Chi back. Now he's going to, we know Shang-Chi will be in like that Marvel Zombies thing they're doing. Because mm -hmm. when they put out like the animation kind of designs for that, he was in that kind of like look of yeah. like the Marvel Zombies. I, I mean, I didn't I hope see he shows him up in, in this, the, but a lot of his yeah. world looks like it's presented. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, love to see him in, like, Talo again. I also think it, it feels like the first season where the end is going to tie it all together by the timing mm -hmm. of each episode. Like, obviously, we get episode, 20, uh, episode three on the 25th. We right. get the Christmas episode on Christmas. Okay. But yeah. then by the end, right before New Year's, is that what if... Uh, what was the, the phrasing? The Supreme Strange? What if su Strange Supreme intervened? Yeah. yeah, so I'm wondering if that's going to be him intervening with, you know, Ultron. Uh, but, yeah. like, at this time, maybe it's Kang. I mean, we, we were kind of thinking in Phase 5, into Phase 4, into, into Phase 5, we might see the Watcher at some point, right? Yeah. There was a lot of speculation that, oh, maybe in Guardians of the Galaxy we'll get a nod. Because he was the one that was always like, oh, yeah, you will see Jeffrey Wright in live action yeah. as you watch Right. It hasn't happened yet. He's shown up in the Groot things, yeah. which are canon, the uh, I right. am Groots, okay. right? Those are canon. So, and they consider the what if saw canon and like, oh, they could come over. You never know. Uh, and, you know, when I remember when the trailer dropped for Multiverse of Madness, we all thought that Strange was like Strange. And Supreme. Captain Carter was our Captain Carter. Right. Uh, thank goodness she wasn't. She wasn't because it would have been 10 great minutes. Half off. Um, <laughs> but I, I am excited to see the connections, <laughs> the connections to season one. Uh, both like, you know, Captain Carter fighting the Hydra Stomper seems to be yeah, a continuation of that story. That Iron Giant-esque episode yeah. was so good. Strange Supreme coming back. And also, there was that one quick shot of Uatu kind of sitting when he's like, oh, the multiverse is more fractured than ever or something. And there's that hole. And that's from when, like, Ultron burst through, burst through right? And I, I, I imagine they're still dealing with that a little bit. How many times are we going to burst through universes? I know. Like, I feel like we obviously did in Loki. Obviously, we did in the Marvels. Obvious, obviously, obvious. we did in, I mean, in, in... No Way Home, we bursted through. Listen, you're bursting through. We're bursting you're saving through. a car Multiverse and A lot of callbacks. A lot yeah. of uh, These are all traditions. Callbacks. These are all... We're all bursting. Not. We're bursting, Jerry. I'm bursting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited to see how it kind of weaves together. What the story is, and yeah, the uh, the episode that seems like it's gonna deal in like 
like the Echo story a little bit. I assume they're gonna, and that's why I'm wondering if they rush this to come out in December before January, mm. in addition to the Christmas, obviously, but it's just odd we hadn't heard, and then all of a sudden it was like, it's coming out right now! Well, I mean, this was something early 2023, where we're like, oh, we're gonna get What If Season 2 any day now. Yeah. And it just kept never coming, and then I was like, oh, we'll get it. It feels on purpose because the Christmas episode, but it right. also feels weird that we didn't hear anything for a year. Yeah, Wacky. yeah, I don't know. Uh, but there was also, you know, there's been, uh, there's a shot of uh, Echo's costume from the show that seems very uh, kind of authentic and like tribal in nature. And I wonder if that has any connection to what we're gonna see mm -hmm. in this character in these What If episodes, if they're gonna establish like some sort of connection there. I don't know. It's also cool like Harley Quinn to have a character introduced in this that hopefully maybe does translate yeah. into action. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, like you said, like season one was a big surprise. A lot of fun. I think this will be a lot of fun too. And it's nice to see some of these characters again that we only ever get to see in the movies. It yeah. takes years and they have so high stakes. It's like, yeah, let's just get a quick little story. I want to see another Scarlet Witch story. I, was, yeah. I didn't realize how much I was excited for Hela until I saw it. I was like, oh, right. no, Hela. Hela. Like, I know, and you talk, yeah, you talk about the Marvel villain problem, right? Like Marvel right. has a tough time with villains. Hela's great. So I feel like Hela should, should have been Loki'd where she gets to be yeah. in all her, but put her on the Avengers for a little bit. <laughs> Who cares how many people she's killing? Right, right. Well, it's a Ragnarok between friends. Well, yeah, it's a yeah. little Ragnarok. They're on a different planet. Who cares? The aliens are said dead. it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Kojam and Earl. <laughs> Genesis game. Shinobi. Remember when you could, you could plug it in to it's the Knuckles cartridge oh, and you can play you. Knuckles Air in any it. Sonic game. What a fun time that was. Sonic, you can Sonic Pinball. Sonic, oh, Sonic yeah. 3D. Goodness gracious. Well, uh, finally today, we had a little bit of Marvel news on top of all of these trailers that came out. Uh, it came out today that uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton is no longer directing Kang Dynasty. Very interesting, very interesting stuff. Uh, does that mean Kang Dynasty isn't happening? No, just, just do Secret Wars. Is, that's we all want. That's the thing people want to see. Right. It fixes your multiverse gunk. Just go right to Secret just Wars. Go right into it. Don't have to use Kang if you don't want to for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't want to use Kang, but maybe you don't want to use Kang. And then, uh, yeah, just have uh, have Doom or Loki or somebody make a Secret Wars, and then everyone is having fun. I think they need to introduce someone or reintroduce someone, maybe an Ultron, someone big yeah. in order for Doom. Because I, I think the original plan had always been to set up five to seven movies of Kang power and make him this intimidating presence and then Doom take him out and then you're like, that's the real power. Cause yeah. that's, no, that's comics, cool. that's Secret War. Sure. So without Kang, I wonder how they're gonna establish Doom's dominance. Cause obviously we all know the power of Doom and obviously like even non pop culture folk know of Dr. Right. Doom, but to establish him in the MCU, that needs to be a big establishment. Right. And it sounds like they're gonna be going with an already established, I've used established a lot, but you, you understand. Uh, they're already established Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. So you can't really build Doom up there if they're already a first family. Like, you need his own thing. With There was talk of a Doctor Doom movie for a yeah. time. I'm only worried about going to Secret Wars directly without that first step okay. to Doom okay. feeling powerful enough. And I think Kang Dynasty was going to be much like Infinity War, a Kang-centric film. And then at the end, I think Doom was going to take him out in his own movie. And that was going to set up Secret Wars. So sure. now, without that, I'm just curious how they 
you know, set up that that power and that presence. Yeah, I mean, I know that in the it seems like the Secret Wars that they're doing is the Hickman one. Yeah, where Doom creates Battle World, mm -hmm. right. but we've Doom doesn't have to create Battle World. Sure. Others have created Battle World in the past. Yeah, so and, I don't and know. the movies have have often subverted sure. who does what in these like storylines or even totally changed storylines. You know, the way Infinity War plays out in the movies totally different than the yeah. comics. But I do think we'll get Battle World as soon as Deadpool. I just don't think we should. I just don't know how they're gonna do it with their original plan. Like that's a huge kink in the yeah. trajectory. So I, I worry that him leaving the project is the project not happening. Um, yeah. It's just he was writing some they, uh, and directing, yeah. right? Like they checked yeah. the writer too recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff yeah. Loveness got got got. So it doesn't seem like out, outed. Yeah, word on the street was Loveness wasn't working on it anymore. Yeah, and I think there have been some talks too that Secret Wars was gonna be two parts. I bet this guarantees that it's like a two-parter. Right, because I think you still need two Avengers movies to end your multiverse saga. I agree, and I also think that it was going to be a longer trajectory to setting up a certain world that hates and fears certain people. Uh, and now I'm wondering if Thunderbolts, like obviously Thunderbolts was going to be that switch to like, okay, we've got all these heroes that seem like Avengers. Oh, they're not so great. Right. And that causing this fear of heroes. And that will set up a world that- all about Thunderbolts. So <laughs> Thunderbolts. To me, Thunderbolts was the, the gateway drug into X-Men, right? You, you have this team that like, Oh, we're we don't have any Avengers. Everyone wants Avengers. Oh, that's awesome. We got Avengers. Oh, wait, they're dicks. And then you yeah. like, you know, maybe they kill people. Maybe the maybe the event in Hartford happens in this instead of Civil War. Maybe something oh, happens sure. that yeah, causes yeah. a big fear of heroes. And then the X Men are right for the picking because now we're in a world that doesn't trust Avengers. Now you've got X Men who have these mutations, and now the world doesn't trust heroes at all. So they, it gives you a good platform good for pitch. heroes. That's what that's I would a do. Good pitch. But now my concern is if you get rid of Kang Dynasty, which might have been what happened, and you extend Secret Wars into two, I would have had Secret Wars one be heroes we all know battling each other and have that big setup lightly sprinkle in some new X-Men and by Secret Wars 2 you have X-Men fighting the Avengers right. as a literal we, the Avengers are known good but they're not trusted X-Men aren't trusted in general neither of them trust each other and then you have the classic like hey we don't trust each other we sure. fight first then we team up yeah, take on Doom and all the, the comics yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't had that to scale yet the only yeah, thing that's going to top Endgame sure. is like 50 heroes yeah. and I think that's what it was going to be and now I'm a little worried I think it'll work because it'll set up the Jubilee trilogy. That's what matters. That's what and matters. then enter the Dazzler verse. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you ask how you get your Doom introduced. We have <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Sorry, I keep no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Well, you ask how you get like Doom introduced to all this all the time. Uh, obviously, we have a Fantastic Four movie coming. Deadline today putting out a story that like Pedro Pascal is is being eyed. I as Mr. Fantastic is very close to be Mr. Fantastic. Maybe he already is Mr. Fantastic. We'll talk about it. Does Pedro Pascal get first refusal rights of every IP? Like, what is going on? And if they get he Pedro Pascal, said, he said no to the Frasier reboot, and that's right. What I guess so. He was gonna be Frasier. Yeah. Neo Frasier. Yeah, he was gonna be the new Frasier. I mean, if Pedro Pascal is Man Fraser, Mr. Fantastic, does that guarantee that Giancarlo Esposito is doomed? Like. That makes uh, the most sense, right? Well, I, I guess why? What's the connection of why? I mean, I those two those two gentlemen get to be in every universe. Oh, right, that yes. exists. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So They're it's like the the default canon. You need a hero, you go for Pedro. You need a villain, you go for Giancarlo. Yeah, like, I, I think what it confirms is Moon Knight's in the new Avengers because Pedro and Oscar Isaac are homies, and I want to see them bro oh, out on set. Yeah. I want to see a little like you know yeah. Mark Spector hanging out with Reed Richards vibe. Sure, because he just well, showed up that day. And if Dustin Daniel Cretton's out for King Dynasty, they're not doing that anymore. They 
said Wonder Man is still happening. That's so. I, I would be so, I mean, I know, I think the general feeling is like, man, maybe don't do as many Disney Plus shows. Right. I think Wonder Man would be such a fucking And I think, I think it's way. a much easier show to do. And totally. they'll probably restart from wherever they were. I know they had started shooting. They were trying to shoot on the strike. Uh, were you they? Know, oh, yeah, oh. they were getting shut down live on Twitch. Yeah, it was uh, a lot. Wow. It was when it was just the WGA strike. The show was written, sure so they were Wonder trying Man to shoot it. Wonder Man himself yeah. would have bad takes about the strike. Wonder Man like, would I break. I hope they use some BTS. Wonder Man would be a scab for sure. Oh, yeah. I would love those BTS of people striking Wonder Man set, and they just have, like, the actor playing Wonder Man just like walk by. by. Like, yeah. it's only BTS. I'm like, oh, sorry, gotta go to work. <laughs> just great. a teamster, don't mind me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Get Giancarlo in his Doom. He'd be great. He'd he would be great. great. It's great casting. He'd be yeah. a great Doom. Uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, any day now we'll probably get the full the full list of the Fantastic Four characters because a big rumor if, was if, that they had it when the strikes were happening and they didn't want to like mm -hmm. put the news out. And they were just which is why there. the phrasing is all really interesting. And, and I did use the word official, which I technically shouldn't have, but I've heard from enough sources. Yeah. But it is interesting. Deadline going with this story it is It like feels like... But I, I do wonder if uh, if it wasn't as done as they thought because now all the phrasing is like, we got to check schedules because everything shifted six months. Mm -hmm. And right. now the schedules are stacked on each other. Yeah, like he every... is in nine other franchises. Yeah. So like sure. maybe he had time then? Like that's the concern. It's right. like, I can't yeah, imagine. I, I believe they're going to start shooting uh, Last of Us Season 2 in January. Like that's coming up very and soon. And Fantastic Four needs to get filmed. Something. Something needs to happen with these movies. Uh, well, that's it for us today. Make sure to subscribe to the Break Room channel right here on YouTube. And give us a follow on Twitch, where we do these videos live. Anyone want to plug their socials? I didn't allow anyone to do it during the Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped right over it. Hey, uh, you know, I'll, pre I'll, I'll plug yeah. those pre-orders for my graphic novel. Uh, I've got a graphic novel oh. coming out next year, uh, written by me, illustrated by the great Bowen McGurdy, whose work you might know from Marvel Comics. Mm. It's called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy Ooh. about goofy teenage exorcists. Bit.ly slash youth group book. <laughs> oh, you can look at a little good. art, you can see the cover, and you can get those pre-order links. So uh, pre-order it so you can get it when it comes out. Hell yeah. I love tangible media. I respect mm -hmm. that. Check out Koi You can touch it. You can yes. touch the touch, book. Touch the book. Uh, you can find me at Koi Jandro on TikTok. I finally, finally, finally passed 40K today. I'm so bad at social media. I'm so much better in person, I promise. He's <laughs> breaking down you. on social media, I'm folks. breaking down. Uh, so live meltdowns. Live you can find them meltdowns. there. When I go live on TikTok, it will be for a meltdown. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all at Koi Jandro. And I am trying to get people to read comics. Very excited you wrote one. Um, because I think comics are the beautiful source of imagination that allow Heck these yeah. stories to thrive. So get after it, and I'll recommend you some comics. Much love. Heck yeah. And if you're in the Los Angeles area tomorrow, uh, check out our live show uh, at Brain Dead Studios on Fairfax. Uh, you can check out the link in the description for those tickets. There's still limited tickets available, but you can get in last second. Uh, don't miss out on it. Uh, and be sure to follow at BreakRoomNR on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter, also known as X. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Late as gay as. Have a good day. Hopefully no trailers tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at BreakroomNR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at BreakroomNR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.